Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hello and welcome to the Progressive Property YouTube channel and podcast with me, Kevin Paneskis, the property soldier. And today I have got Beth Cardi. Morning, Beth. Morning, Kevin. Uh, who is in service accommodation. And so we're going to be discussing why Beth got into service accommodation and uh, many, lots of the tips and tricks that Beth hopefully will uh, share with us on her journey. So Beth, how did you um, arrive here at Progressive Property to start off with? Um, so basically I've been a landlord for 10 years. Um, I had another business which wasn't going well and I just felt there had to be another way. Um, I found serviced accommodation through coming to Masopi and doing other various um, trainings. So the Masopi or the MSOPI meaning multiple streams of property income. So you came to a, an, an MSOPI. Yeah, I um, wasn't sure where I wanted to go down, which route to go down, but then came to the discovery day. Um, my mum actually had a property that was coming up. Um, we were getting the tenants out, they were leaving, and we wanted to go out down the service accommodation route. So a service accommodation discovery day. Yeah. Um, so we've got lots of different um, events uh, that we run here at Progressive Property where people can start and scale. And with service accommodation, um, you know, we, we are running lots of different events here where people can um, learn more about service accommodation. So you came to a discovery day. Uh, that's absolutely fantastic. And so you mentioned your, your mum. In fact, I just want to rewind just ever so slightly because you did actually talk about or mention a business. I um, just want to share uh, what, what was uh, happening there with your business that you were doing before service company. Yeah, so I had a bakery that I was growing for about seven years and just didn't have the support, um, mentoring. I was very alone. Um, I had support. I kind of lost that support through um, people that I knew and it was just very uh, cutthroat, I felt, and then coming to kind of do the property side, realised that actually the mentoring and having that support is really important. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening and watching will relate to this in that running a business yourself can be quite a lonely thing, yeah, and yeah. most businesses fail um, in the first two years, and, and what would you say the reason for that is? Systems. I didn't have systems in place and again the support and not having a mentor. Yeah, um, and service combination, I, I, I can't bang on enough about this, service combination is definitely a property but it's also a business strategy where you've got clients and customers and you, you need to have uh, systems in place and staff members, they don't have to be your own employees but ultimately they are people that need to be employed in to help your business run so yeah, that's really really cool so you identified that you know you if you want to do service combination well you've got to treat it as a business and get the right advice yeah, yeah. um so the, the bakery business was, was that not earning enough dough no we were i apologize <laughs> for i apologize for that joke ladies and gentlemen i just couldn't resist it <laughs> so, or not making enough dough even all right so cool no more no more dodgy dad jokes all right so um 
you came to Discovery Day and you decided to get all into serviced accommodation. Um, so you just want to tell me about the different properties. So you've got four properties now, right? Um, and just want to tell us about each each one of these properties. Yep, so I've got one in Dartford. That's the one that I own with my dad. And um, that's the first one that we turned around. We refurbed that. The tenant was actually leaving and um, we decided to outsource the management somebody that was in the area so that's on SA management with them I've then got a property in Norfolk which was my mum's which is my mum's property that one went through a full refurb because that was really run down just to get it to the service accommodation standard um, that one has just turned into rent to SA I was doing SA management on that one um, I then actually packaged a deal in Wembley near Wembley a block of three apartments. Um, I was mentored through that with one of the mentors on the mastermind um, and sold three apartments to two different investors, managed to also stage it and now I'm managing one of them for that investor um, and I've just taken on a two-bed apartment in Surrey, Ashford, cool. which is also SA management. So you've got some SAs scattered around a wee bit. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people will be listening into this thinking, well, how, how do you do that? So you've, got, you've obviously got people on the ground that are doing the uh, the, the main network that requires a yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. So that's outsourced. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned uh, rent to SA and SA management. So rent to SA, just to explain for people uh, watching, listening in, is ultimately paying a fixed amount of rent to the owner and then with permission, using it as a service combination for a short-term rental property advertising on airbnbbooking.com. So the, the owner is getting a fixed amount of rent. But SA management is where the owner gets a percentage of revenue as their income for the property. And so let's say, for instance, it's uh, £5,000 worth of revenue coming into the, uh, in through the OTAs through the online travel agent, airbnbbooking.com and maybe your own website, and you charge 20% management fee, then the SA operator would get £1,000 from that property. Um, and then after paying the cleaning and laundry and the OTA fees, you pay the remainder to the owner. So the, the one in Wembley, um, what what the numbers like with SA management on that one in terms of monthly revenue and your income? So we are turning over between five and seven thousand a month, and we probably make about thousand pound a month. So, this is just just for the benefit of people uh, listening, watching in here. So this is a property you you don't own. That um, other people are doing the majority of the work, running it, and you are personally cash flowing from a property you don't own about thousand pounds. Okay, um, I'm guessing you want some more of those, right? 100%. And compared to, to running a business where the bakery, um, where you, you weren't actually, you know, we, we chatted before, you weren't actually making any money but working really hard. Uh, how, how does it compare? I mean, I just can't believe I'm at this point from running that for so long and realising that actually there is another way to make money. Um, it's, yeah, it's crazy that obviously my um, income is 100% of what it was 
I wasn't making any money. So in terms of where you were, what, how's, your, how's your mindset changed now in terms of optimism and self-belief and um, you know, the future, how is, that, how is that looking now? I think like when you're stuck in something, you can't always see what, where you are or what you're going through, but now I'm out the other side, just how much happier I am. Um, I couldn't believe how unhappy I was. I'm a lot less stressed. Although service accommodation can be stressful, I deal with it in completely different ways now because I'm a lot more relaxed and calmer and I'm a lot more positive, 100%. Amazing. And, and so, I mean, we, we don't try and sugarcoat stuff here at Progressive. Service accommodation can be some hard work, right? And sometimes <laughs> you might have some challenging guests yeah. to deal with or you were telling me about you've got there's a leak that you're currently dealing with and the upstairs apartment isn't necessarily dealing with. Yeah. So you know, service accommodation can be hard work, right? But compared to what? That's what I often say to people, you know, compared to what? I mean, people work their fingers to the bone literally for very, very little money. And so service combination can involve some hard work, but there's a lot of it can be outsourced and leveraged. But when you work out the, the income that can be achieved from service combination, it makes it worthwhile, right? Yeah, 100%. Okay, so I mean, whilst we're on the subject of challenges that need to be uh, addressed with service combination, so what, this, this leak, what, what's going on and, and how are you dealing with it? So basically I got a call last night from the guest to say that there was a leak coming from the above apartment. Um, we've got a great cleaning and maintenance team over in the West, West London and Surrey, and I just gave them a call. This was about 7 o'clock last night, um, they were on it. He had basically, because the tenant upstairs wasn't in, we had to wait until we got contact details and through this property through an agent, so they've contacted the building company and contacted that tenant. They've actually said that the leak isn't anything to do with them, so we're currently still dealing with it. Um, but it means because I've got my team on the ground there, I can kind of call upon them and I don't actually have to be there to deal with them. But it's challenging. It just means that if we've got a good team in place, then you could be anywhere running a business and sorting or you know, sorting issues like that out. So the team that you've got in place, how did you source these people? So when I was setting up the property in Wembley, I actually went onto Facebook and asked if there was anybody that could recommend a cleaning team and I found the team who actually do the maintenance and they offer cleaning as well. Is this your own Facebook or did you go on one of these like free or for sale groups? No, or? I would have reached out onto one of the service accommodation groups, right. the progressive group as well, which is what I use quite a lot to find recommendations. So you, you've got effectively a part of our network of, of people that all over the UK that can help. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very supportive community, isn't it? Yeah. So you've, you've done some JVs as part of, we're on the subject of networks. We won't necessarily talk about mastermind too much, we'll just say part of the community. I didn't end up JVing with them in the end, but oh. no, because I've just realised that I didn't want to work with that person. Oh, okay, okay. So, so there's no joint venture or the finance raise or anything, but I suppose but I the, but Darren um, um, is JV partner that you met as a result of. Potentially, yeah. And he's, he, well, he's he's running your Dufford property yeah. here, and he just got a year-long Six months potentially. Okay, so you mentioned um, the issues that landlords have with bad tenants. Uh, so you have to serve a, a section twenty-one. So I presume that that 
sullied it a little bit with doing buy to let for you yeah. and and so why did you decide to or let talk us a little bit about getting educated in, in service formation um, tell us a little bit more about that why so I came to the discovery day with you last September um, obviously wanted to become more educated in service accommodation and know exactly how to go through that process because obviously from my failed business I wanted more support. I then went on to do the three days intensive. Um, I mean I, that was so knowledgeable, I gave so much information there but I kind of felt like I needed more support otherwise I felt if I'd have gone away I wouldn't have implemented, I wouldn't have kept myself accountable so I then signed up to the mastermind um, which I mean, I haven't gone down the route that I thought I would. I've started deal packaging in the beginning because of um, cash flow issues, because of my personal situation. Um, but just having the mentorship and the mentors and just the knowledge from coming every month and going through challenges and how to overcome them is invaluable. So thank you so much, Beth, for your time today. And if training and mentoring in service accommodation is something that you think you need, then come on down, reach out to us at Progressive, and we are here to help. If you want some free stuff to get you started, to give you more information, then there is a guide attached to this uh, video and podcast to help you start and scale a serviced accommodation business.